0: well good morning good afternoon good evening there clashers welcome back to another episode of clashing in traffic i'm your host catfish it is tuesday september 21st 2021 and i feel like i'm forgetting something that i'm supposed to be remembering Uh, but anyway uh it is time for me to head on off to work so why don't y'all hop on in buckle up and it's time to go play in some traffic well y'all uh it has been it has been an interesting week in the land of clash of clans uh, we are in that time period between Cwl and clan games where uh, we get all of these little events going on with uh, a couple different troops and whatnot this past week we had to do witches was the uh was the troops that we needed to use for this past event last week uh, and <laughs> while I have been a huge fan of witches in the past, At Town Hall 14 is a little bit more difficult uh, to make witches work. So, yeah, I I moved over from my my hydra clone army, that uh, that popcorn blimp army that I had been using, and was <laughs> I was using this mass witch army. And when I say mass witches, I'm talking 23 to 25 witches. Uh, and yeah, that that's about it. And uh, a bunch of Skelly spells and a couple freeze spells, and I, I saw this. Uh, you know, I kind of wanted to try something like this just to see if I could make it work. And I go hunting to see if there's anybody that has any any sort of um, you know templates for armies or or maybe how if it works at all. And I found clash with Eric. So Eric from One Hive did a few videos, uh, and he was doing them in friendly challenges and he watching him film the the video was hilarious because he's like there's no way this is going to work there's no way this is going to work and he's doing a friendly challenge against somebody that had all single target infernos and it triples the base and he's just like how how is this ever supposed to work but single target infernos against these witches um yeah they the single target inferno bases don't stand a chance uh and he took a log launcher With three ice golems. So the log launcher is breaking its way into the base. When it finally pops, it's a bunch of ice golems to then tank a lot of the damage. And freeze the nearby defenses. So that the witches and the heroes get a chance to actually take out stuff. And against single target Inferno bases, he was wrecking it. Uh, Against bases with one multi, he was doing okay. But if they had any more than one multi-target Inferno, it was just a disaster. And I thought, you know what? let me go out there and see what I can make happen. And I use that for the 10 attacks that I needed to do. it was never able to triple where they got kind of close on, on a couple of them where the bases were, were set up correctly and where the uh they had the, the single target infernos but most most bases in legend are not running all single target inferno so i lost a bunch of trophies that two day period uh just playing around with witches so uh i i <laughs> we've got a little friendly competition going on in the clan and i am i am not at the top of that because i decided to play around with some witches for a couple days but you know, it showed me that there, there is potential still for some witch armies at town hall 14. I was, I was really blown away. I was getting these high percentages. Um, but sometimes I just couldn't get the town hall. And I feel like if I, if I had moved a few things around, um, maybe brought in some extra tanks or whatnot, that those mass witches might still actually be able to work. And it's, uh, it's similar in like this inferno drag army with the skeletons where you're using those skeletons to, uh, to distract defenses and whatnot, because it was it was eleven skeleton spells, y'all. My entire spell inventory for for what I could take was filled up with skeleton spells, and then the three free spells that I could take with me in my clan castle. That that was it, and it was it was doing pretty well. So I'm wondering if maybe uh, remove some of those skellies, add a tank or two, and a little you know couple other things. Maybe witches are still viable, even before we get any sort of buff to ground. But I don't know that any sort of updates that we're going to have are actually going to buff the Witches. I've not seen any leaks about Witches getting an extra level yet. And what I have seen is that Witches will probably actually get nerfed a bit because, and it's only a little bit, but because we're expecting the Mortars to get updated, right? And, you know, Mortars don't don't really do well. They don't scare a bunch of troops, but mortars can be murder on witches. So, uh, yeah, this might be the last uh, week or two to be able to, to rock out some witch armies and, uh, make good things happen there. But let's see, I said today, September 21st, right? I was supposed to remind me about something. Oh, Hey, can you feel it though? Can you feel it? That there is a change in the air today is the last official day of summer. Well, for those of us in the Northern Hemisphere, uh, last official day of winter for my compadres down in Australia and the rest of the Southern Hemisphere. Uh, but it is the last official day of summer, meaning that tomorrow is the first day of fall, the first day of autumn, which means that fall update should be right around the corner. Now, I posted this little bit of a story time with Catfish in the Discord server uh, yesterday, so Monday and uh and then i got to realizing there's only like there's only there's like less than 30 of you guys that are in that discord server that also have the role to be able to see my channels i forget to mention that sometimes i'm in the clash on the potty discord server i have my own channels there but you actually have to go into the self roles channel and get the family podcast role for for catfish uh to be able to see my channel so there's a few folks that were not in there and not able to see the stuff that's been going on in there. So I posted this story in the Traffic Jam channel. And let me let me regale you with this little bit of a story. Uh, June 4th, 2021, a certain Clash of Clans community manager, Darian, uh, posted. He tweeted that they had just wrapped up filming a dev update video. So this is June 4th, 2021. A week later, on June 11th, 2021, we start seeing the sneak peeks for the summer update for Clash of Clans. And then June 15th, so 11 days after the uh, after Darian tweeted about filming the dev update video, 11 days later, on June 15th, 2021, the summer update was released. Now, why do we care? Uh, well, y- yesterday, Monday, September 20th, Uh, sometime in the morning for me in Eastern time, Darian tweeted that they had finished filming a dev update video. So September 20th, they filmed the dev update video. 11 days later, after, you know, if we add 11 days to September 20th, that puts us at October 1st. So if they follow any sort of similar timeline, uh, we're looking at right around the beginning of October for the next update. Now, October 1st is a Friday. Clash of Clans typically does not release updates, major content updates, late in the week. Uh, They find that it does better for them if they release them early in the week. Uh, So I know that they have tried for Monday many times, and it's been the last several have been released on Tuesday. So does that mean October 5th? is Tuesday October 5th is when we're going to see the update so that would be the you know at least 11 days after they have filmed the video it takes them time then to do all of their video editing and whatnot uh, and then they also have to release some of the the dev build stuff out to the content creator so that the content creators can start filming um, their their sneak peek videos early so you know, the content creators get access to it a little bit early. Those content creators who have signed the non-disclosure agreements, um, they get access to it a little bit early so that they can film episodes. They're told, you know, what what parts of the episode or what part of the update they're allowed to release on what day and what time. So you'll everybody's going to freak out. All the, the, the casual people on YouTube and Twitter are going to freak out when all of a sudden they see guys like, Galadon, and Itsu, and Judo Sloth, and Beak, and uh, Echo, and even my buddy Klaus are all going to release videos with about the same stuff at the exact same time on the same day. Well, that's because they film them ahead of time, and they're told, here's when you're allowed to release it, so they they schedule them to be released at those times. So, they've filmed the dev update. They're going to take time to edit that video. They're going to take time to get the, the dev build released for the content creators, let them get a chance to work on it and start filming their stuff. Now, I, yes, I'm in a clan with a content creator. He does not share any of that stuff with anybody in the clan. None of the rest of us co-leaders, none of his close buddies. He has signed a non-disclosure agreement. He's not allowed to tell anybody. What we do know is that, I think it was during the summer update, the dev build stuff got released while Klaus was on vacation. So, they only get like two or three day notice. So we asked him, he hey Klaus, we noticed you haven't released uh, the sneak peeks for the first one or two days. And he's like, yeah I'm traveling, I'm on vacation Um, I've I've been on vacation for a few days and that's when they released the dev build stuff so I wasn't able to actually film any of it. So we know that they don't release that, the new update content to the content creators a huge uh, amount of time before they actually release the stuff. So they're getting it only two or three days ahead of time. So we'll start seeing the content creators filming their stuff. Well, we won't see it, right? They're going to start filming their stuff and get their videos ready um, and kind of do a little bit of scrubbing to make sure nobody is releasing anything that they're not supposed to, uh, and then we'll see those get released. So I think the earliest that we're going to see is maybe on, oh, like September 28th or 29th, we might start seeing sneak peeks. If we do, then I'm going to expect that October 4th, is our update day. But the problem with October 4th is that that is in the middle of CWL, right? And I I posted some of this on Reddit also about the the link between Darien filming the dev updates and when uh, the possible updates will be coming out and got a lot of comments back. It was just a, a discussion. And some folks pointed out that that's in the middle of CWL. There's no way it'll be in the middle of CWL. Well, that's that's not true we have had updates that have dropped in the middle of cwl um december 7th 2020 was the logmas update that was a a content update that's actually when the log launcher was released that that was released december 7th so that's the last couple days of cwl i think that hit us on like day five day four day five of our cwl because you get the the first and the second of the month are the days for registration. So if you wait until the end of the second to register, it could take a couple hours for that registration to start. So that means the third is gonna be your prep day for day one and then seven days of wars ending on the 10th or even early on the 11th. So CWL can actually go all the way through early day on the 11th of the month. So December 7th, that's in the middle of that, uh, they release an update. So they they there is a precedent for releasing content updates in the middle of cwl however somebody else pointed out that december of 2020 was after the world championships were done well the world qualifiers are still going on uh, they're still using cwl for that uh, so will they release an update in the middle of a cwl that is tied to a qualifier that I don't know. I'm not exactly sure what they're going to do with that. So if they don't release it on October 4th, then I totally think we're going to see it the second Tuesday. So what's that like October 12th? So that's when I think we're going to see it. I don't think we're going to see it early. I don't know that they're going to release it the day, like two days before CWL starts. Maybe they will. Maybe they will rush that dev update video and rush the content creator stuff and it'll be out. Uh, We'll start seeing. If that's true, we're going to start seeing sneak peeks here. Well, what's today? Today is September 21st. Man, I feel like I'm supposed to remember something on September 21st. Anyway, uh, September 21st. So if they rush that, maybe, maybe by the end of this week, we'll start seeing some sneak peeks. I don't know. But those are the things we have to look forward to, guys. Now, i still have uh i still have my my bet going on um i've not heard any response back yet from call me t so i don't know if if he knows about it or not but if the content update does drop in september i'm gonna buy his next gold pass uh if it drops in october then then he's out of luck uh i'm pretty confident we're gonna see it in october though Uh, what do we have going on guys uh gideon's keep it's our newest clan in the clan family we are going strong there we are doing 50 v 50 wars we have brought all everybody that's active from knights of scion everybody who is active uh from eden's edge they're all over in our new clan gideon's keep and we're running 50 v 50 wars uh and a big shout out we have a a a guest we have a visitor right now uh has been visiting for i think this is his third war with us actually but got banned um so got bands from the clash files family he's the guy who ran the summer scrims after the scrims were over and after we announced that we were going to be doing our uh, this 50 v 50 stuff with our new clan uh he asked if he could come by for a visit to hang out he's wanting to get to know some more folks in the community uh so he he's done two wars with us <clears throat> we're in prep day for war number three with him and uh after this one he's gonna be heading back home i believe because he's got some <clears throat> excuse me He's got some things back in the, the Clash Files family that are going to be going on. Uh, but it's been nice having him hang out. And let me tell you, Guy, has been he's been crushing it, which I, I expected nothing less. You know, he's a guy running a league uh, in, in the uh, CFF summer scrims. But he has been doing well, uh, putting some good examples out there, been an active donator in the clan. So it's been a pleasure having you visit with us for a, a couple days, about a week or so now. Uh, and band, you're, you're welcome back for a visit anytime, brother. Uh, it has certainly been nice. To find yet what I find out now, uh, after you know we've been chatting for months now because of the summer scrims, he comes over to the server, and now I find out that he is also in Ohio. Well, I'm not in Ohio. I'm from Ohio. But he posted a picture of uh, Cedar Point, which I immediately recognized. And uh, so it's nice to see how small the Clash of Clans community really is, that, that there's connections between folks uh, in-game and out-of-game, and that, that's certainly been nice. But Gideon's Keep, we started that clan... Uh, I believe it was September 10th, so not that long ago. We have done four wars, uh, our first war, first war, 50v50, and we, it takes forever to match, right? The 50v50 war sometimes can take quite a while to match, uh, especially if you've got in this huge range of town halls. It matches, and then our guy Banjo goes, uh, guys, this, this clan that we're against has a bunch of people that were on my last, um, one of his former... Uh, pro league teams <laughs> so these guys are no joke so we we lost our first war which sucks you know you always want to have that first war be a win uh, but we got matched up against a good team um, we i believe we we lost by three stars so it was a, it was a close one considering it's 50 v fifty uh, but we have won out ever since uh, and all of our wars have been determined by three stars eh, except one uh, we had one war where we got, 149 stars. We were one star short, and I think that I think it was 97% two star. We were one star short of a perfect war in a 50v50. Now that that sounds impressive, but the other team failed to fill most of their clan castles, and they weren't even attacking. Um, they only ended up with 33 stars, so we won that one, 149 to 33. Uh, but we are currently sitting at three and one. And in after those four wars, we have made it up to clan level four. And I think we need, depending on whether we win or lose, we need two to three more wars to make it up to clan level four. Uh, and then uh, it'll probably be another three weeks or so before we get up to level five, giving us that uh, that boost to any of the troops we donate in the clan castles. Well, that, that was my lane, bud. Sorry. <laughs> anyway um that's been one of the struggles is we have all these folks who are used to having that that two level boost to clan castle troops and they're just going in and donating to our war ccs and let me tell you we've got i I don't know we have 30 or so town hall 14s in the clan i mean that's how many we run we ran 37 town hall 14s in cwl so uh, we have a lot of town hall 14s with the capability of donating max troops to all of the clan castles in these 50 v 50 wars, and we still have folks that forget and go in and donate non-max stuff so we're having to go in and and fix all of that uh the other struggle is that level one clans those low level clans you can only donate six troops and one spell space so that has been uh that's been a fun challenge that those of us who who did the summer scrims we had to deal with that because the the teams or the, the clans that we used for the summer scrims actually used new clans, so they were level one, and uh, that that presented some problems when it came to uh, to CC donations, especially for some of us who were using like the the mass defense CCs, so an ice golem and thirty archers. Well, you can't do that in a five v five when you can only donate six troops apiece. There's just not enough people in the clan to donate uh, enough troops. So we had to, to change things up a bit. Uh, that really kind of limited what we were able to do. And then should somebody go in and donate CC troops before people have had a chance to set their bases and then change their CC request, then you might just be out of luck completely. Um, so yeah, level one clans. Level 1 Clans was, was an interesting thing to have to deal with, but we learned a lesson, and uh, we're we're struggling with that a little bit again now in Gideon's Keep, but it is rolling right along, and uh, I gotta tell you, I've not been a person who has been a fan of the Mixed Wars. I, I thoroughly enjoy what we do at Knights of Zion, where it's all-town, all-fourteens against all-town, all-fourteens. Uh, we don't have to worry about these dip attacks and, and when to schedule which town hall levels go in and attack, uh, Eden's edge deals with that a little bit. And yes, I have an account that's in Eden's edge and I, I have a co-leader role in Eden's edge, but that's mostly so I can get back and forth so I can do some donations and, and help out and whatnot. But, uh, I am not a guy, I'm not a war general all that much when it comes to these mixed wars, um, because you, you try to get plans out there and folks, you know, time zones are a thing, so sometimes people can't get on when they need to be able to get on to do their Town Hall 11 hits, or we even had a couple, couple uh, Town Halls that were lower than that that have been a couple of wars. But it's it's certainly been uh, it's been a struggle to get everybody to get all of their attacks in, in and hit a, in a timely manner, and uh, that's one of my hangups with the mixed wars. But we have still we've still been having fun with them, so I, I'm thoroughly enjoying that. And speaking of mixed war, we actually have another mixed war going on. Uh, right now, um, so by the time, probably immediately after this episode gets released, uh, Klaus Gaming is going to be streaming a supporter war. So he he's getting back into streaming. Uh, he's been doing uh, a couple streams a week and and been getting great numbers. We've been we were you know pleasantly surprised uh, by the the numbers of people who were showing up for his streams. Um, Concurrent viewers of of several hundred, um, which is fantastic for a a Clash of Clans stream, and especially for a guy who hasn't streamed in a long time and trying to get back in the groove of things. So he's been streaming on both YouTube and Twitch. Uh, So if you if you want to check those out, you know, go give him a give him a sub on uh, YouTube, and you can follow the action there. Or if you prefer Twitch, go go follow the action on Twitch. He tries to go back and forth between the two chats and make sure that everybody gets uh, gets involved there so that that's that's been a lot of fun um but he has supporters right so anybody who is a twitch subscriber or a member on youtube or a member in his patreon uh he's got some special channels in the, in the discord for those folks and he opens up what we're going to be doing now once a month uh supporter wars that he will be live streaming the last two hours so on uh from 12 to 2 today september 21st 2021 to remember something on that date right anyway uh he'll be streaming the end of that war i'm in that war i actually have two accounts in the war because we needed some filler and something that he hasn't done before is he's going to open up the voice chat to the supporters um so while we're on there talking about planning hits and maybe getting spotters for hits he's going to have that voice chat open live on stream uh, so if you'd like to come check it out that's probably going to be right as this episode gets released um just because that's when I schedule, that's usually when I schedule to have my stuff released. So you'll you'll get a chance to hear me uh, live on stream and see me do some attack fails uh, and, and make a, a complete and utter fool of myself. Uh, we're going to have some other folks from the family that, uh, that get mentioned quite a bit. Uh, Hoosier, uh, WHP, Kratos, Jeremy, uh, all from the Knights of Zion. These guys are in the uh, supporter war also. And some dude named Jesus Freaks uh dynamite that is dynamite's uh what is that your town hall 13 bud. uh he's in there megnog ak-47 and the man himself klaus uh they're going to be in there we got a couple other folks that are that are supporters um that are their names are new to me i i i'm I'm getting a getting a chance to get to know a couple folks and hopefully that'll all that'll all work out Uh, and we will come away with a victory live on stream uh these supporter wars are fun um I, I got the chance to become involved in a, in a supporter war, oh man, it was about a year ago, and from those supporter wars is how I got recruited into the Knights of Zion and then was able to bring, you know, between me getting recruited, Dynamite getting recruited, uh, we were able to bring over several of our, our family members from our old uh, clan family, Guild of Grace, that are all now part of the Klaus Gaming family of clans. Uh, so these supporter wars can be a lot of fun, and it's a it's an opportunity to, well, just hang out with some of the folks in this this family, and even potentially uh, get recruited in to join us. <clears throat> All right, now let's see. I talked about how I did those uh, mass witch account attacks and did terrible, right? Well, yesterday got back into my hydro clone, uh, and yesterday was my absolute Best day in Legend League ever. Uh, I I started off uh, around 5,300 trophies because I had dropped quite a bit um, when I was doing those Witch armies. So started off, off around 5,300, and first four attacks of the day were triples, um, and I, I just couldn't believe it. I was I was. It's gotten to the point where that Hydroclone attack has has slowed down for me. Uh, and anybody who's like anybody who's played sports. Um, done any, anything where you know you require a bunch of muscle memory and whatnot how the more you you practice and the more you do things that require the fast-paced timing it seems that time can kind of slow down right so now i'm, I'm to the point with this army where instead of just like hitting my clones like drop 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 all the all four of the clones i'm able to 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 see the pathing of where they're going to be popping a little bit better and I'm i'm getting a lot more spread on the clones uh, which is really what helped me yesterday. So the first four attacks were triples, then I got uh, a couple doubles, uh, but I ended up with five out of eight being triples for 277 trophies yesterday. That is my best day on offense in Legend League ever. Uh, defense, I, I ended up with two one-star defenses. I got tripled once and two one-star defenses. So I'm, I, I, yeah, I made a, I made a killing yesterday in Legend League trophies. It was. It was fun. Uh, hopefully, I can continue that today. But now that I'm up over the around the 5,400 point, that's where bases start to get a little bit more difficult. Uh, and that's where attackers start to get a, a lot better. So, uh, this is probably where I'm going to stick around this area and uh, we'll see if I'm able to, to push up any higher. But, yeah, Hydroclone has been crushing it. I've got a couple weeks left of this before the updates drop and maybe we'll start moving into some ground meta. But I have just been loving this army so much. It is hugely versatile. Uh, once you figure out the right funneling and pathing for it, it's just it's just killing it. All right, so what else we got going on, guys? Uh, tomorrow starts clan games. Clan games are always great, right? Um and this month I'm excited because they actually have a book of heroes. So level one of the clan games is going to be, now, there's a little hit, a little tip about clan games. Some of them where it talks about um, you're going to get loot, right? It'll show a percentage. That percentage of loot is the percentage of what your treasury in your clan castle can store. And it is based off what your clan castle can store when clan games starts. And it's not based off of when you start doing clan games. It's about when clan game starts. So what does that matter? Well, let's say I'm typically in a lower level clan. So like my accounts that are in COTP plebs. Uh, if I were to bring, and this is what happened to me last month or the month before, I had one of my town hall lines that typically does clan games in COTP plebs. It was in Knights of Zion when clan games started. So I've got my my... Maxed for Town Hall Nine, uh, Clan Castle, sitting in a uh, a level what are we nineteen clan, um, so I've got all of the the clan perks right. I was sitting there when clan clan games started. Before I did any clan games, I went back to CotP plebs so that I could help out with clan games there. At the end, there was one of the um, one of the rewards was like ninety percent of storage capacity. Well, I go to claim it. And I can't claim it because my treasury in my clan castle is larger when it is when that account is sitting in Knights of Zion than it is when it's in the lower level COTP plebs. So how can we use this to our advantage, guys? Uh, Today, before clan games start, if you have somebody who's willing to let you into their higher level 10 or higher clan so that you get the max treasury... And then you go back to your clan and do clan games there. So go back to the lower level clan, finish the clan games there. When you get to the end, you're not going to be able to um, to get any of those larger percentages while you're still in that clan. But then you just got to have your buddy let you back into that level 10 clan. And then you can claim your rewards from the bigger clan. So it's... I can't believe that Supercell... Um, Leaves this in. I, I wasn't sure if it was a bug when the first time that I saw it, but it's kind of a way to gain the system to gain the system. You can get more rewards if your account is sitting in a level ten or higher clan when the games start and then you move over to your other clan, do the games, and then go back to claim the rewards you you can get more. so there's you know a little bit of a hack from me to you. Um, feel free to. Use it if you can. If you need a level 10 clan to put your accounts into uh, before the clan games start, hit me up on Discord. I have a couple level 10 or higher clans that you can come park your accounts in. Uh, once clan games start, you can go back uh, and do your clan games to help your clan out there. So a little tip uh, from Catfish to you. Hopefully that'll help you out. But rewards uh, this month. Tier 1 is going to be 25% storage for gold, 20 gems, or a training potion. Tier 2 is 35% Dark Elixir, or for those Town Halls that don't use Dark Elixir yet, you'll get a Resource Potion, uh, a Clock Tower Potion, or a Shovel of Obstacles. Tier 3 is going to be 4 Wall Rings, 2 Hero Boost Potions, or 40 Gems. Uh, Tier 4 is going to be a Super Troop Potion, 75% Gold Storage, or a Builder Potion. Tier 5, 95% Elixir, so this is that one that you wouldn't be able to to claim if you were in that uh, level 10 clan when it started and you went back to something lower than level 10. But 95% Elixir, Rune of Builder builder Elixir, come on Supercell, Uh, and then 2 Research Potions, and then finally Tier 6 is going to be a Rune of Gold, 100 Gems, or the Book of Heroes. Y'all, I am excited that we have a book of heroes in there. I know that there were some folks that were saying we haven't had a book of fighting, I think. In the the clan games for a couple of months now. And they were looking forward to that. But those of us at the max level, uh, we know we don't don't need any of those right now. So hopefully uh, I'll be able to finish that out and grab that book of heroes, which will seriously, seriously help me out. Because, so right now... Um, I have five builders working, and one of them is unemployed. Uh, that's that's it. I have nothing left to start upgrading. I have five giant bombs uh, that'll all be done uh, within the next eight to ten days. I think eight days. Yeah, I think eight days was the longest one. And then, of course, my, my, my lab's done. My heroes are done. My pets are currently sitting at seven for Lassie, and then ten, ten, and ten for the owl, the yak, and the unicorn. Uh, in four days I can buy another hammer uh, and I've got all my heroes up right now because we have the supporter war so as soon as the supporter war is done I'll drop Lassie at eight when Lassie wakes up at eight uh, that'll be close to when clan games ends um, hmm so maybe I wait until clan games ends or I'll start Lassie but when clan, clan games ends I have that book of heroes so maybe I'll use the book of heroes to get Lassie to nine. And then I have that hammer of heroes that I can buy that'll take it to 10. Uh, yeah, I I will be 100% maxed as soon as playing games ends is when I will be 100% maxed. So September 29th, I think is when we can claim playing games rewards. So I will be maxed by that point in time, just in time for the new update to come out. So this is another good segue. Uh, I have been not free to play, right, because I, I take the gold pass, uh, but that's that's it. So I'm a, what do we call it, freemium. And Supercell's got it worked out to where when the, the gold pass only players are getting to max, that's right when the next update hits. Good job, Supercell. I'm, I'm impressed with the timing there. I don't know if you did that on purpose or not, but uh, I notice, and it's good stuff. Lord. Good morning, sir. You Thank you. Now, I could have had the pets done a little bit earlier, but I never dropped my pets during CWL week. Um, and maybe maybe that was part of Supercell's plan, was to, to let people have that week off from dropping pets, and then uh, everything would work out. Now, let's talk about, really quick, the update and Clan Games. So if I'm predicting that the update is not going to be here any sooner than October 4th, Clan Games runs uh the 22nd through the 28th which means uh the 29th is when you can claim your clan games rewards and what do you get you get six days after clan games to collect them right so that's gonna put us on monday before i think the update is gonna drop on tuesday so we won't be able to wait until the update drops. We probably won't be able to wait until after the update drops to claim any of the clan games rewards. So um, what I would suggest is if you're if you're a near max player, don't claim your, your, your clan games rewards right away. But wait and see if maybe the update drops a little bit earlier uh, because then you'll have the opportunity to... Um, claim any of those rewards that, would, that you maybe not be able to right now. So if you've already got a book of heroes, um, or your, your book of hero storage is already full, um, you can wait until after the update drops to use those books of heroes and then claim the one that's there in clan games if you want. But yeah, I, would, I would potentially wait to claim those until uh, we get a little bit closer to when the deadline is to claim those so that we know whether or not the update is hit. I don't think that's going to happen. I think we're going to be getting that update right after clan games hits but we'll see we'll see what happens all right guys let's move on over to questions for catfish uh i had a a question from pekka so pekka is a guy who is in eden's edge um and he has a question for me He says hey catfish what's your thoughts on sccwl matchmaking why do you think there isn't one and would you prefer it well there, there is matchmaking, and there isn't. The first time that your clan signs up for SECWL, it takes your, uh, the weight of your top fifteen players into consideration, and then that is the the matchmaking it does. It takes the, the top fifteen players' weight and puts you into a league that has uh, similar weight for other top fifteen players in other clans. All right, so that that's the only time there's any sort of matchmaking for CWL. After that, it's all based upon performance. Now, regular wars and all that, that that's based upon weight. I, I actually like that we now have something that is based not just on weight, but on performance. Uh, yes, there are instances where you get completely weird matchups. Um, because maybe, like we did in Eden's Edge, we have a clan who, sitting in Crystal 1... We never really should have pushed Eden's Edge to Crystal 1 because Crystal 1, most clans are only running one or two Town Hall 11s, and we have a lot of Town Hall 11s in Eden's Edge. Regardless, uh, we were in Crystal 1 because we had uh, a bunch of Town Hall 14s from Knights of Zion who were coming over. Uh, Once we got to where we could do, we had to pull all of the 14s out of Eden's Edge. It made it very difficult for Eden's Edge to compete in Crystal 1. Now... Had there been matchmaking for that instance, Eden's Edge probably would have been sent down to, I don't know, probably a mid-range Gold League, and while we we would have won more wars, not Gold League, yeah, probably Gold League, while we would have won more wars, you would have gotten less rewards, right? So, the matchmaking can help in that it it would make you win more of the battles, but you're not going to get as many rewards because of the prior performance of the clan getting you into higher leagues. Now we have the opposite true sometimes where we have we've had clans uh, who who tank their first uh, SCCWL registration, right? They're going to put in a bunch of town hall 3s or heck I've thought about doing it with a bunch of my town hall 2s to see if I how low I can get a a clan in the CWL. They might, they might do that for the first CWL to get down all the way down in a bronze three. And then they're going to bring in a bunch of heavy hitters and just, you know, roll through the low leagues. But that really doesn't help them as a clan. All you, Yeah, it's looking good because, hey, I'm winning every war. But you're not getting as many medals. So the the medals that are given to the... the let, let's look at Crystal 2 and Crystal 1, for example. The medals that the last place clan in Crystal 1 gets are more than what the first place clan in Crystal 2 gets. So even if you're losing everything in Crystal 1, you're still getting more than if you were down one level lower. And if the matchmaking were to be taken into consideration, I don't think that it would really move you just up or down one level. It would have to be a massive... Uh, difference in war weight to move you so we're talking it would the matchmaking would move you down several levels so now Eden's Edge would have got a way fewer amount of medals this month coming up though it's going to be a lot better Uh, we have been focusing on recruiting for Eden's Edge which has has been great Um, we've had just with Klaus streaming the last couple weeks we have seen a huge influx of the amount of people who are applying to the clans Uh, we currently have three Trialus and Knights of Zion and four Trialus and Eden's Edge. One of those Trialus and Knights of Zion is a, a newer Town Hall fourteen. So that, that Town Hall fourteen, while he has the Knights of Zion Trialist role, will most likely be competing in Eden's Edge for um, CWL. So what, let's let's move those numbers and say we have two KOZ Trialist and five EE Trialist, <clears throat> And then we have two more who are waiting for their heroes to get up to come into the plan. So they've gone through their application process, they've been accepted, but their heroes are down, and we won't trial us when they come in to do their trials to have all their heroes up. So we've seen a huge influx of the number of people coming in. We've got some 13s and some 12s who are applying, which is what we wanted. So uh, Eden's Edge should have a much better time next month. <clears throat> now, Uh, Let's give a a couple quick little updates here. Um, With with anybody who has been around the Klaus gaming family of clans, y'all are going to recognize this name, but we want to give a huge welcome back to the godfather himself, Armchair General. Uh, Armchair General is a longtime subscriber and supporter of Klaus. Uh, He's been... Uh, a former leader in the Knights of Zion, been a moderator and supporter in uh, YouTube and Twitch and whatnot. He took a a break from the game and he is back. We've got him back on the leadership council of Knights of Zion. Uh, He's an old friend of a lot of the guys who were in there. So it is a pleasure to see him back uh, fighting with us. So welcome back to Armchair General. All right, y'all. As we get ready to uh, wrap up this episode, uh, let's move on over to a little bit of coffee talk. Um, I'll try not to bore everybody too much with this one, but uh, this week is uh, a coffee's been released that is—it's a seasonal one that comes out every year. That um, it's—I like to think of it as my gateway coffee into specialty coffee. Uh, I I had been been brewing up stuff at home for years, trying to replicate the flavors that I was able to get when I went to um, good cafes, you know, that had great beans and all of the right equipment and the technique and whatnot. And you smell the beans when they're at the store and it's like, yes, and they smell just, they taste just like they smell. And you take it home, you you grind it up, you brew it, and it it just tastes like an old pot of coffee. Um, This particular one was the first time that I I read the notes, the tasting notes that are on the bag when I was at the store, and I asked them to brew me up a pour over. and the the tasting notes on the bag were essentially blueberry. That's it. And I'm like, okay, I like blueberries, you know. And uh, they brew this thing up and I, I smell it and it smells like blueberry and coffee, which like that's that's cool. And I tasted it. and I mean, it, it really it really tasted like blueberry coffee and it was just straight up coffee. Uh, so I, I grabbed some, I grabbed a couple bags and I took it home because it was like that blueberry is one of my weaknesses, guys. I, I love it. Um, I have some blueberry bushes at my house that, that I, I love going out and just pulling some blueberries off and, and eating them right there. Uh, I love blueberry. I take this home and I grind it up. I finally got my good grinder that I had been waiting to purchase forever. Now I've got these, this, this coffee that was just awesome at the shop and I brew this up and man, it tasted at home just like it did at the cafe. Uh, So it was really, it was the first time where I was able to replicate that at home, uh, what I was able to get at the cafe. So this coffee will always be special to me uh, because of that. And it's also not, not just special to me because I was able to replicate it. It's also one of the most popular coffees in uh, the, the, the online group that I'm in. Uh, and it's by it's by counterculture. they're they're a, a roaster that I have mentioned many, many times here on the podcast. The name of the the coffee is jabanto j a b a n t o. It's a small farm in Ethiopia. Uh, it's actually a little bit of a blend of of coffees from two different farms in in Ethiopia. And if you like blueberry, this is the coffee for you. Um, tribe don't go out and waste any more money you've got enough as it is with the stuff that you ordered from red rooster (laughs) but uh this stuff's fantastic too and the the thing that i like about it is counterculture um they have cafes all over the country uh that, that serve up their coffee so they're they're based out of durham north carolina they have roasteries out in the bay area in california and then they have distribution centers all up and down the east coast and even out west But there's cafes that carry their coffee all over the place. So just a few miles from my house, there's a cafe that carries it. And if I go into my local cafe and buy a bag off of the shelf, it's actually two dollars cheaper than what it would be for me to order it online. And I don't have to pay for shipping. Um, So if you happen to have a cafe, look, search for counterculture and see if they have a cafe that's near you, Uh, you can go to it and and pick up the coffee for even cheaper than it would be to order it online. Now, yeah, that means you got to go find one. Uh, but for me, it's worth it. Uh, I save two bucks per bag, and then I don't have to spend the the five dollars or on shipping or whatever it would be. So I'm saving some money, and it's supporting one of my local businesses uh, that I love to go and support. So today, on my way home from work, I'm actually planning on stopping at my local cafe that carries counterculture and picking up a bag or two of Jabonto. It is the bomb. It is a a blueberry bomb uh, in your coffee cup. So uh, if if you're looking for something new. ahead and try it it'll probably be available for it's usually around so they release it september 10th and i want to say it lasts about a month or two uh, before they run out and then it's uh you got to wait until next year to get it so it's uh it's a great crop and and if if you're looking for another coffee and like blueberry give it a shot All right, guys, that is gonna do it for this week. I've got to wrap this up and get a little bit of editing done and published because I got to hop on a stream with my buddy Klaus and try to win a war uh, for us there. So, uh, if you would like to follow along on stream, if it is, if you're listening to this before 2 p.m. on September 21st, September 21st, do you remember? what i'm supposed to remember about that day anyway if, if it happens to be before then uh hop on stream it's twitch.tv slash klaus gaming official and uh we'll be on stream there for a couple hours and you can even catch the recap he's also streaming live on youtube so i hope to see guys in the streams uh <clears throat> in, in the future streams we'll be doing a lot more of these events with the knights of zion and the the klaus gaming community and it's uh, it's been a lot of fun to be in a, be a part of those. Uh, just being a part of that community got me into the streams, which then got me into the clan, and is really uh, it's it, that's that's where that's where a lot of the fun that I've been having in Clash of Clans started. I enjoyed all of the time that I had with Guild of Grace, but I've really been getting more involved in the in the more of the community uh, since I've been involved there. So. If you're, if you're new to the game, I, I don't know why you'd be listening to a Clash of Clans podcast if that's the first thing you're doing. But hey, awesome. Um, but if you're new to the community, hop on over and, and hang out with us. We would love to see you. Uh, with that being said, y'all, it is time for me to head on in here and, and jump on this stream. So y'all stay safe and have some fun while you're playing in traffic. Bye for now. Buddy, I say that you remember body dancing in september body never was a cloudy day whoa whoa sparky are you still recording